Hello, hello. Welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Beautiful. Um, Mickey, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you, Lewis. It's, uh, it's a good day. I know we're recording podcasts back to back at the moment, so we are wearing the same clothes, the same as last week, but let's not focus on that point. I am fantastic. I said that half an hour ago, but I'm still fantastic. How are you, Will? <laughs> I feel a bit down today. <laughs> no. You're such an feel... emotional rollercoaster. <laughs> no, I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Just feeling. I'm loving life at the moment. So all good. Uh, so yeah, everything good. But what about Lewis? Eh, Lewis? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, I'm a little bit apprehensive. But um, I'm not going to tell you why right now. You'll find out. Don't worry. You'll find out. I'll just leave it there, hanging. Let the tension build. But yeah, I'm a little bit nervous, a little bit apprehensive, uh, a little bit anxious. But uh, today we're going to speak about your favorite topic. I think it's your favorite topic anyway, because it's all related to robots, AI, and how it's going to impact the world of work. So I'll start with a big, big question. And it is, do you think technology will eventually make most humans obsolete, redundant. I'm going to let Will go for this one because Will, to be honest, out of all three of us, is the one who always rants and raves about technology, in particular AI and chat GPT. So, Will, the floor is yours. What do you think? <laughs> uh, okay. Um it's, it's a tricky one. Uh, I think uh, I don't think it's going to make humans obsolete. There will always be jobs that are necessary. Uh, I think, well, at least in our lifetime, for example, things things like uh, manual jobs, uh, maybe cutting someone's hair, for example. I think that's mm -hmm. uh, that's always going to be a necessary job. Um, uh -huh. But I think the a lot of any job which requires uh receiving information processing it and giving a result uh i think this is this is going to change and gradually become i don't think it's going to eliminate us though i think we're just going to become more productive as we use it that's what i think personally yeah i think i agree with that i think there's a lot of people are, are worried that they're going to lose all of their jobs and everything's going to change i would say that i am in the same boat as will i think that um, people will just become more productive and people in general will have to upskill. So we're going to have to learn how to incorporate new technologies um, and make our lives easier. It might even turn out that we reduce our working hours because we no longer have to do as much uh, because robots or AI will take charge of most of it. But I still think there's always going to be um, a human behind who's kind of doing quality control, um, a bit like what we do with the content, you know, for Teachify, so we we manually created the content. Now we're using a lot of AI to help us generate the content, but that doesn't mean that we just teach that content. We also have to add quality control stops where we check the content and make sure that it's up to scratch and it's relevant to our clients. And I think that goes across the board. I think what's also I think what's probably more interesting is not so much are humans going to lose their jobs, it's uh, it's people's pay. <laughs> Because if robots are doing work, who pays? Like, uh, did the company pay the person who owns the robot? Did the company own all of the robots? Will there be a worldwide minimum 
pay uh, introduced at some point in the future. I don't know. That for me is quite interesting. Lewis, you're looking at me like, Mickey, shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just taking it all in. I was taking it all in, absorbing all of the information, because as you two know, uh, I have been a bit of a skeptic with uh, chat GPT and AI. And I think it takes a while for me to come round to the idea of adopting something else and being an early adopter. Uh, Will's just raising his hand. Uh, Will, what, what do you want to add to this? I just want to ask you why. Um, I think I will naturally see the problems in new technology rather than focusing on the benefits. Um, so I'm trying to uh, change that way of looking at things because there are undoubtedly so many advantages to using uh, artificial intelligence. It makes us more productive and uh, it takes away a lot of like headaches of trying to be creative and uh, put things together, translate things and many, many more things. Uh, but I'll always look for uh, a flaw, an error, a mistake, and then I'll maybe overly focus on that. And I'll say like, ah, not as good as humans yet, but it doesn't have to be as good as humans yet. It just has to be different where it is definitely more productive and efficient than humans. If, for example, I want to think of a hundred conversation questions about, I don't know, the aeronautical industry. That would take me months to think of appropriate questions. Whereas if I ask ChatGPT, it will give me these questions immediately, practically. And there will be some that won't be very relevant. And that's why I'll ask for more. Uh, so if I'm not going to actually ask anyone a hundred questions, but from those a hundred, I'm sure half of them will be good enough. So yeah, I'm starting to come around to the idea of using AI and I've come to terms with the fact that if you don't adopt it, we're probably going to be left behind. So I think the people who adopt it are going to be the ones that are going to uh, reap the rewards and they're going to see the benefits. The same with crypto, basically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop selling us crypto, Mickey. <laughs> It's not going to happen again. <laughs> April, but anyway, April, so I, isn't it, Lewis? <laughs> I, I think we've uh, clarified that uh, humans, we're not going to become obsolete. Um, we're not going to become redundant, but there are going to be a lot of challenges that we're going to have to overcome in order to still be as useful as always, I guess. Um, Mickey, what would you like to yeah, add? Yeah, I just wanted to add, because you say like people not becoming redundant, I think... Going back to what I said earlier, there is a possibility that people will uh, become redundant and that will be, there'll be two types of people. There'll be people that embrace technology, upskill uh, and incorporate it into their working lives, personal lives, and those people will benefit from it. And there'll be people who reject it, don't want to upskill, refuse to incorporate it, and these people will be left behind. Uh, that's my opinion. I think uh, there's going to be two groups of people and there will be people made redundant, but not because of technology, it'll be because of themselves. It it reminds me of, there's two videos uh, I've seen recently. One of the videos was in 19, I don't know, 60, uh, of um, an interviewer telling someone that they're going to make drink driving illegal. And everyone's saying, oh, this is ridiculous. Of course I'm going to continue drink driving. I, if anything, uh, I drive better when I'm drunk or this type of thing. And the idea of a change was so crazy 
that when we look back at it, and then the other one was Bill Gates on the David Letterman show introducing the concept of email and David Letterman making uh, the joke. Oh, so you're saying that now we can send a letter to someone anywhere in the world. What a shame this technology doesn't already exist. And everyone laughing. And now, of course, the idea of living without email is impossible. And I think this is pretty much the same. I think it's... Yeah going to become the same with with cars as well like horses you know like people <laughs> used to use animal like horses to get around and then to carts and then it went to these like some shape or form of a vehicle and then to the combustion engine you know like it's it's just a natural progression i think perfect uh, let me just highlight one thing because uh, mickey you said that people will be made redundant uh this is a nice way of saying to lay people off also so uh, you were referring to people becoming useless, uh, obsolete, redundant. But if a company makes a worker redundant, then they see no reason to have that worker working for them, or they don't have the money to pay for their salary. So they are made redundant. They're given like a, a severance pay, a redundancy pay. And we can also say to lay someone off. Both of these mean that the company doesn't need the worker or cannot, cannot afford the worker. Uh, more generic ways of saying to dismiss would be to sack, very British, or to fire. And the opposite of fire, it rhymes, is hire. You hire someone and then hopefully you never have to fire them. Teacher Lewis. Oh, oh it's amazing. It's amazing. all right. It's all right. Now I can take a step back and I'll keep <laughs> asking you a couple of questions. Um, so, um... Hmm. Nikki, you mentioned uh, universal basic income, uh, the fact that the state might have to uh, pay citizens because they won't be working. Um, do you think this might happen? And if so, do you think it's a necessary step to deal with the changes that AI will bring? Yeah, I think so. I think it is necessary. I don't even think it's just because of technology. I think I think there's a, this is a very deep uh, yeah very deep topic but just kind of skimming over it, i think there's a lot of things to take into account um i think it could exist now i don't think there's a problem with it existing now i think the problem is is we naturally as humans are quite competitive and if everybody's paid the same then we lose that competitive edge which means potentially the quality of work that is being put out there is not going to be that good because every doesn't matter because you're going to get paid the same as this guy so why do it better because we are naturally competitive. So having a flat minimum pay across the board uh, would have to be not just like that. There would have to be kind of uh, rules in place and some kind of uh, system of motivation and pay increases. But for like people that don't have any income, for example, I think it can work quite well. And I'm actually, funnily you say that, I'm reading a book at the moment called Utopia for Real. Oh, wow. And it's very, they actually talk about this, um, about mainly about poor people jobless or homeless people um instead of governments trying to provide them with things that the governments think that they need like shelter and food is actually studies have shown that just giving them the money where they can decide for themselves um, and they studied it over the period of three to five years we will have this automatic perception that they're just going to spend it on drugs and alcohol when actual fact the studies show that actually they better themselves and within two to three years they're actually employed, they're working, they have their own houses. 
um so it's it's an interesting i didn't realize this i was just reading it and mm -hmm. uh, it was quite surprising to read so if there was like a minimum uh basic minimum across the world then actually it could end to quite a lot of poverty and actually in this book it also says that it gives you the number i can't remember how many billions it is to actually end world poverty which is actually not that much considering how much there is in the world so it's basically we're in a system and we're being played by governments that's all i'm saying <laughs> Mickey's just solved world famine in, in like in, in a teacher fine podcast. I'm the book impressed. says it. <laughs> the book, the book says it. Guys, honestly, if you read it, it's like, a utopia for realists. Yeah, yeah. Realists. When you read some of the stats and the data from like official studies that are in there, it's mind-boggling how we are still in a bit of a shit, oh, a bit of a oh, oh. situation, you know, worldwide. A crappy situation. Kind of a crappy situation. When actual, in actual fact, the money that is required required is not that much. Um, yeah, so it's just it's worth a read. I, I would recommend reading it. Yeah, I like I like the recommendation. I like the thought as well. I personally think that there should be universal basic income as well, uh, but the. Uh, Arguments against it is that people say that then there's going to be no motivation to work and there's going to be no growth. And without growth, then uh, we go on a downward spiral. Um, Will, you're nodding your head. Uh, do you agree with this? Absolutely. I mean, capitalism all the way. Okay. Uh, no free, no, no, no handouts. All right. Pull yourself there are no out. free lunches. No, there are no free lunches. Seven day working weeks. All right. <laughs> Uh, no, um, I understand. I, but yeah, I understand uh, that there is a minimum. Uh, there's obviously a, a problem with homelessness and uh, poverty, but um, I mean there is help, I believe, uh, available. There is the unemployment benefits uh, in different countries. Obviously, some countries better than others. Um, but I think it's. Of course, we live in the Western world, but it seems that the Western world, the the capitalism, kind of works. So, uh... yeah. But the thing is, it's kind of like with the way that I mean, this is changing the subject completely with uh, technology. But anyway, let's roll with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just roll with it. Keep going. The thing that's a bit frustrating is with big corporations and marketing, for example, is you're kind of we're encouraged uh, and sold this dream and like, for example, with like fast food, which inevitably is bad for you, which then encourages, which means you have to go to, uh, doctors, you have like health problems and we're encouraged to buy things that we don't actually need just to impress someone who we don't actually care about. And just to end it up by talking to a therapist at the end of the day and feeling sorry for ourselves. Like we're in a cycle of shit. That's what I think. Uh, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah. Um, to get something off your chest is a kind of to uh, speak about things that have been troubling you, worrying you, and that you really wanted to express. So I'm glad you got that off your chest. And now I bet you feel so much calmer. The no, I've still got more in me, but I don't, I'm holding it back. <laughs> exactly. He's holding back his emotions. Uh, let's say there is a fight, uh, you're boxing, and somebody wants to punch the other person. You can hold them back, literally. And we also use this phrasal verb to hold back your emotions. So Mickey has some anger built in there, but he's holding it back. He's not letting it out just yet. Well, I can no, see Will laughing. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, you know, I think that's great. Uh, I think it's great that you're so passionate about uh, universal basic income and 
And I'm not saying I'm passionate about it, but I just think it's something worth. I think it's great. Hey, I mean, you know, I, I think okay. it's perfect. <laughs> let let me cut you off there. Let me cut you off. Let me interrupt you there because we've only got a few minutes. Then we've got to dash. We've got to head. We've got to leave. So uh, we were speaking about technology. So let's just brainstorm some technological phrasal verbs. Uh, I could kick off by saying that, you, of course, you turn on a TV, you turn off a TV. Uh, then if you cannot hear it because the volume is too low, then you need to turn it up. Then if it's too loud, you need to turn it down. There we have four key phrasal verbs related to technology. Um, Will, what other technological phrasal verbs come to mind? You've just taken all of them. <laughs> there's, there's more, I promise. There's more. Okay, it's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll go with. Uh, for example, if you go to the Teachify website, uh, one of the things you can do is once you've purchased your English classes, you can log in and uh, make sure that you have logged in and then you scroll down. Oh, that was that was over. <laughs> And you, as you scroll down, then you can click on the teacher you want. Uh -huh. And once you've clicked on the teacher you want, you simply uh, you sign up for your English class. Then you can scroll up and log out. Picky, picky. Um, <laughs> Any more? Yes, I have one. There's just one because you both have said all the ones I was thinking of. Um, and my one is, so if you're having meetings, sometimes this happens, depending where you are in the world. Maybe the connection is not very good and uh, the other person is breaking up. So maybe you can't hear them very well or maybe you can't see them very well. Um, you could also say cracking up, which is not to be confused with to laugh like Will is doing now, because to crack up is to laugh. But if the connection is cracking up, it's breaking. It's not very clear uh, and you need to log out and log back in <laughs> there's another two boom boom um and uh here i have uh, a charger and um of course uh, if you want to charge your phone or whatever you need to plug, plug it in. in you need to plug it in you need to plug it in you need to connect it and uh, but then do we plug it out or do we we unplug it Exactly. So a lot of people mix these two up, phrasal verb. They confuse them because you uh, plug something in, you connect it, and then you unplug it if you disconnect it. I think that's enough phrasal verbs for at least a month. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that'll do for today. Thank you so much for listening, for watching. Don't forget to subscribe, to like, to comment, whatever you want. And uh, yeah. Don't forget to teachify your lives. Cheers, guys. Bye, Thank bye, you. Bye, guys. Ciao, ciao.